0: How's it going,
1: guys? Miguel here from CFS Recovery. In this video, I'm going to be talking about why you shouldn't be comparing yourself to other people's recovery journeys. And this is very, very important concept. And actually, there's this famous quote that I'd like to share with you. And it goes, the grass isn't greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water. And because of this theme of today, I've actually taken us out into nature. You might be wondering, why am I sitting backwards on this bench strange way to sit Miguel the reason why is because I want you guys to see the water I want you guys to see the sky a little bit of the mountains see the greenery and this kind of ties into the topic of today which is not comparing yourself to other people and the quote the grass is not greener on the other side the grass is greener where you water it now I know how difficult it can be. If you're dealing with a lot of mysterious symptoms, if you, know, you have headaches and body aches and pains, and you know, you've been in this journey for quite a while, and then you're seeing all these other people just live their lives normally, without a problem. You know, they could be doing reckless things. They could be out partying and sleeping late and you know, drinking five coffees a day, and yet they're not in the same position you're in. While you're over here trying to work your hardest to take care of your health, and you do one thing wrong your body's going to make you pay for it all these other people they get to take their health for granted and their body does not punish them like your body punishes yours i get it i know how upsetting it can feel we can get into the psychological game of well you know i'm treating my body well they're not why am i like this and we can start to fall into this kind of victim mentality where we'll start really feeling sorry for ourselves and that's normal right that is completely normal and you are normal for feeling that right i think if you didn't feel sorry for yourself when you're in this, you know, I'd question if you're human or not, right? Because humans have emotions. And of course, every human being wants to live life to the fullest. And you know, when you can't do that, of course, you're going to have some negative emotions and feelings and thoughts and things like that. Now, the problem with comparing yourself to other people is you're not really getting an accurate view of what their reality is, right? So for example, when I was sick, and I was housebound, and I could not leave the house. And if I did leave the house, I'd get crazy symptoms. Even just being in a car, I get vertigo and all of that stuff. It was a rough place to be. Right. So I was pretty isolated from the world. Right. And I would always think to myself, wow, that must be nice to be able to be out in the world again, to have a job, to, you know, to be able to go out with your friends and do all of these fun things and really just live it up. Right. Keep in mind, I was about 20 years old when all of this was happening. So in my mind, these were my golden years. All my friends are going camping, they're going to parties, they're working out, they're going to the beach together, you know, they're doing all these fun things while I was at home missing out on life. And that's truly what it felt like. It felt like I was missing out and I was comparing my reality to their reality. And in my perspective, my reality equaled living hell, their reality equaled the best reality ever. I wish I could be like them, but I failed to realize that they were also dealing with things that I wasn't aware of right? Things may look good on the outside, but we don't realize that they're also thinking similar things about you. Not in every aspect, but in some aspects they are. They wish they could have more time off work. They wish they could sit on the couch all day and do nothing. They wish they had more time to just relax, right? And not have all these different things coming up and all these different chores and priorities and tasks, right? Now, before you go, well, Miguel, I am resting. I do have this time at home, but I'm suffering. I get it. So that's why I said some aspects of your life, right? Everything isn't always what it seems, right? Someone may look like they're having the time of their lives. They may look like they have no problems going on, but all we see on social media, all we hear about is the highlights. That's really it, right? And me, having gone through this journey and being on the other side, there was a time when I said, you know, if only I could walk again, all my problems would go away and I'd be so happy and I'd have no more problems at all. That would be the dream life. And little did I know, well, I did know it at the time subconsciously, but having gone through it, your problems don't go away once you get better. There are things to deal with and they're not really problems. They're just responsibilities and tasks. Like when I started getting better, okay, well, now that I have my health back, I have to get a job. For me, I started my own video company. I have to learn how to make money. I have to do groceries. I have to cook now. I have to take care of family and drive them around when they need me. There are levels to this, right? And at every level, there are some challenges you're going to face. Now, obviously, the challenges with CFS are much harder than having to go out and do grocery or having to go hold down a job. But there are certain aspects that we're not seeing in other people's lives when we're looking at just the highlights, right? So instead of focusing on other people and where they're at and how their life is doing and focusing all that energy, comparing yourself to how you think things should be, better to focus on where you're at right now. Water your own garden, right? And your own garden, I guarantee you, it will turn out into something beautiful down the road. Versus if you put all your attention, all your energy on, you know, trying to compare yourself to other people, right? And we see it a lot. You know, we, I do have a program that I've created called Recovery Jumpstart, where we help people with CFS, with long COVID, dysautonomia, panic disorder, overcome their symptoms and really live a life of thriving health. And, Regardless of where they're at on their journey, yes, they may be making tons of progress, feeling grateful, but it's not like all your problems disappear once you get your life back. That's an unrealistic way of thinking about it. You know, you want to be able to realize that you have in your life right now things that other people wish that they had. You know, obviously not the symptoms and all of those things, but the amount of time you have to think by yourself, maybe too much time than you'd like but nonetheless, it is something that other people wish they had, right? Or other things like you're being shown how much your friends support you or how much that one or two people in your life really support you, how much your family is actually there for you, right? And, you know, it's different for everybody. Maybe it's not your family. Maybe it's your friends or vice versa. But there are things that people see in your life that they wish they could have, right? So I had my friends tell me after I recovered, they said, you know, I kind of wish i had six months off to just think about what i want to do with my life and just reflect and you know they didn't see all the stuff that was going on i mean when they look at me i'm just a regular person yeah i lost a bunch of weight got out of shape lost all my muscle but they didn't see the pain that was happening on the inside so just like how doctors judge you and people look at you and tell you're normal the same thing when we're looking at other people right we're not seeing the behind the scenes of everything that's going on so have to make sure you're taking that into account when you're looking at that situation right so another thing when it comes to comparing yourself to other people only ever start paying attention to other people's journeys or other people's lives if it inspires you if it gives you that spark and that sense of hope inside and that, that it helps pull you forward right you don't ever want to look at someone else's situation and then feel worse after right the whole point is to use these things as inspiration Right. So I still do tend to compare myself to other people, but in a healthier way. It's more so from the perspective of, wow, that would be amazing to do that. And the fact that person is doing that, let's say they're driving a nice car or, you know, they're out on this vacation or they're able to work remotely. I'm just like, wow. OK, so that means that it's possible to do that. So it just proves to me that it's going to be possible for me. So it's taking it, but putting a positive spin on it versus kind of beating yourself up over it. So when you do find yourself falling into that trap of comparing yourself to others, but it's having a negative effect, you need to stop it right away and really realize that there is no benefit in it. In fact, there's only a drawback. There's a disadvantage in doing that. So you want to flip it on its head and recognize what's going on when you are comparing yourself to other people's journeys, right? And there are also other people who they'll look at other people's journeys And like I said, they'll beat themselves up and say, wow, must be nice to make progress. I wish I could make that progress. I must not be making progress because I'm doing something wrong. When in reality, it could just be that it's taking a little bit longer because everybody has different paces of recovery. Everybody has different altitudes of recovery. So, you know, everybody's different, right? Your story is your own unique story. That is your fingerprint story. Like no one else's story is the same as yours. Yours is unique. Now, there are some things that cross over with other people's stories, but take pride in your own journey. Be proud of it, right? Because as hard as things are right now, it's going to give you something to write about down the road. It's going to give you some source of inspiration to draw from when things do get hard down the road. And you'll be able to use this as a reference point for the future when you are going through tough times. You'll be able to tell yourself, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, okay, I got a bunch of projects going on. I have these deadlines. You know, I had this argument with my friend, but hold on, you know, last year or two years ago or five years ago, I went through the darkest period of my life and I came out on top. So if I conquer that, then I can conquer anything. So if anything, when you're comparing yourself to other people living their lives, if anything, you are going to be at an advantage having gone through all this versus a disadvantage, right? You are not tainted goods. You're not broken goods. You're not fragile for the rest of your life. In fact, you're gonna be stronger, right? I guarantee you when you come out the other side of this, just think about it logically. Having gone through all of this and making it out the other side, if you put yourself and just a regular person in a room, someone who hasn't gone through this hardship and you give both of these people a challenge, you and someone else, who do you think is gonna be more committed? Who do you think is gonna be able to stick through the tough times, right? Who do you think is gonna have more grit have more perseverance, you're going to do it because you have this experience to use as a reference. And I guarantee you, you know, the amount of thick skin this makes you grow, and develop, right? You're going to feel unstoppable after this because there was a time when even just to be able to walk outside, that was just as impossible as me saying, I'm going to climb Mount Everest tomorrow, right? Or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to win the lottery tomorrow. That's how unrealistic it was, right? But Because I did that, that set the stage for all future challenges coming up in my life because I knew that, okay, I did it before and this is nowhere near as hard as that. Why can't I do it again? I just had to stick to it. You cannot fail if you don't quit. So just keep these things in mind when you're starting to catch yourself, comparing yourself to other people, including myself. You might look at me and say, gosh, must be amazing to be like Miguel, you know, to be able to get his life back and do all these things. Well, I guarantee you, there were times when I think back to when I was recovering and just fresh out of the hospital. And even when I was completely bedridden, there were some things that I had then that are better than I have now. Like being able to be more present, having, I think, a deeper connection with people. Because for example, if someone was in the room talking to me, that was the highlight of my day. And I was so into the conversation and I was so you know every single word just hit me hard and I absorbed everything whereas now I'm in you know 100 conversations a day right I don't get that depth although I do still get into some deep conversations nowadays it's nothing like what I used to experience right or the level of connection I had with like the universe right because I was meditating a lot and I had a lot of time to reflect on just life in general now There are times when I'm just in go, go, go mode and I kind of forget. So that's something that I do miss a little bit when I was recovering, as well as how exciting it was to accelerate back into life. You know, when you're getting back into life, that's what I really remember. And my first year out of the hospital, honestly, hand on my heart, that was one of the most exciting years of my life. Because when you go from being absolutely bedridden, being spoon fed in a hospital, and you don't know if you're gonna live, in the next 24 hours, you go from that to being able to hike up a mountain in Hawaii, you know, it's a feeling that I can't describe. So the contrast from being bedridden to standing on a mountain in Hawaii, watching the sunrise, it's such a massive gap that so much changes between that time, right? And that all happened within 10 months. So that acceleration back into life was extremely exciting. It was every day. It was like a rush of excitement that I never felt since then. Although life is still exciting, there's a lot of things we're working on. And you know, it's hard to replicate that feeling. And I think you can only get that feeling when you come from such a dark place and the contrast of life is so massive. Like for me to get that same excitement, I would have to win like a hundred million dollars and be able to take my whole family on a vacation around the world and do a bunch of crazy stuff. That's the level of stimulus that I need, the level of new things that I need in order to feel that excited. So I do miss those times, but you know, it's all a part of life. You know, you have these times of acceleration, these times of sustaining and just know that as you work your way out of this illness, it's going to be really exciting, especially once you start to have these mind shifts. And, you know, we see it all the time in our recovery jumpstart program. It's the acceleration that's the most exciting when you're having these massive wins. You're doing things for the first time in years and years you know, you're seeing other people win as well, but it's a positive kind of comparison to everybody else. That's really exciting to see. And if that's something you're interested in, if you wanted to get in a community like that, where you're seeing other people win and they're not strangers, you're actually friends with them and you get to know them by name and know their stories in a close group setting, then if that's something you're interested in, then click the link down below. You can learn more about the Recovery Jumpstart program. This is how we get people from completely bedridden to, you know, going on vacation again housebound to working again, being the parents they want to be, being the mother they want to be, being the father they want to be, being able to spend more time with family, right? Being able to have their social life back. Those are the things we really value in the program. And the ultimate goal is to get people thriving again, right? Not just surviving, not just getting rid of the symptoms, but how do we actually integrate back into the world and become a functioning member of society, right? If you're interested in learning more about that, click the link down below, you know, check it out see if it's a good fit. If it is, then fill out the application and you'd hop on a call with myself or someone on my team who has been through CFS and understands this and we'd love to help you on your journey. But if you did get some value out of this video, you know, if you do find yourself comparing yourself to other people and kind of beating yourself up in that way, I hope you did get lots of value out of this. Comment down below your biggest takeaway. What did you learn from this and what might you be doing differently? you know, moving forward. So, so always remember that you are a thriver and you are just one mind shift away from living life with thriving health. I'll see you in the next video.